broadcast is live. <laughs> broadcast is live. I love the transitions, man. This is so smooth. It's almost professional feeling, isn't it, Rachel? It is, Larry. How are you doing today? Man, I am doing great, and I'm super stoked to be here. Again, this is our second time. I to guess host... you didn't fail miserably the first time. They like to say that. Either that or they're giving us an opportunity to rectify the situation. Like, look, these guys, we gave them that chance, and they, eh, maybe no. they'll do better the second time. No, you're no? good, Larry. You're good. You got a gift. You're good. Oh, you. oh thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. No, I mean, seriously, you and I, I think we have this chemistry, man. And I'm thankful that we have the opportunity to give it one more go. So welcome, everybody, to the PodMax podcast. Rachel and I, we're going to talk to you today about a variety of things. We've got multiple segments that we're going over. And honestly, I, I can't wait to get into it. How about you, Rachel? Yeah, I'm psyched. I'm psyched. Well, let's do it. Let's get to, uh, what do we do, pro in the know? Pro in the know. Pro in the know. I love those. I know that's the coolest, right? Pro in the know. That's cool, man. That's like seriously. a wrestling thing. Like, I feel like we need to have, like, you know. Now we need explosions and pyrotechnics yeah, and everything. Yeah, just, sure. just yeah. yeah, definitely. Lady, uh -huh. Definitely. Our own theme songs coming out, right? I want a theme song. That's what I want. I want a theme that, song for us. That's so shows. funny because, you know, what was it in the 90s, late 90s, where wrestling was just really, really the hottest thing Ooh. with like The Rock and Steve Austin and all those guys? Oh, my God. I was, I was so into it that I actually had the WWE soundtrack for their walkout songs. Of course you did. I believe that. <laughs> I actually believe that. It's true. It's a true story. And, you know, some things you just have to admit and you have to go with it. So, true. but anyway. It's a soundtrack of your 90s life. I don't know how old you were in the 90s, but. Yeah, I don't remember. Soundtrack it's been of a day life, or two. Right? <laughs> been a day or two. I don't know. It's in my twenties, I guess. So that's okay. You can be in your twenties and still love wrestling. Yeah, it's, right. it's okay. I'm not here to judge. I'm not no, here to judge. No. Like, so what are we talking about? Pro. In We're the talking know. about pro in the know. And you know, there here at Podmax, we focus on podcasters. Go figure, right? So Good. one of the things that we like to keep up with is the latest in podcasting technology, tips, techniques, anything to make your life easier as a podcaster. And one of the cool things that has been, it's, it's going to be released on June 22nd, which is just in a couple of weeks here, mm -hmm. but they've been talking about it for several months. And that is the fact that Facebook is going to allow native embedding of your podcast on your Facebook podcast page. That's awesome. What do you think of that, Rachel? Well, to be honest, when we were first talking about this, I mean, I kind of know what the RSS feed is. I don't know if I should admit that I don't totally know what it is but um why don't we explain that for people who maybe are newer and don't sure. totally understand how awesome it is because once i understood what it was all about i was like oh yeah this is good this is going to be a game changer so why don't you yeah. explain to to the people out there who have no idea what an rss is rss that's me is RSSSSSSSSSSS. Yes. An RSS feed stands for really simple syndication. And what it allows you to do is syndicate your podcast to multiple platforms by hosting your media in one location. Then they take your RSS feed at your at your podcast host level. They create your RSS feed. Then you use that RSS feed to feed it to things like Spotify and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. And now with this new release, you're going to be able to also do it to Facebook. 
Now, here's the kicker. I know a lot of you are already saying, look, I put my podcast on Facebook. Look, I do too. I have a podcast page for my podcast on Facebook and I release episodes. Each time I release an episode, I release an episode on Facebook. I share it to my network. I share it to my personal page. I share it everywhere that I can possibly share it on Facebook. The difference here is, is that once you add your RSS feed to your Facebook podcast page, every time you release an episode, any of the followers of that page, they are going to get your latest podcast episode dynamically in their newsfeed. I mean, that is cool in and of itself. You don't have to do anything else. You opt into the program, boom, podcast distributed to everybody. Set it and forget it. That's right. Ron Popeil here with spray on hair. No, <laughs> you remember that the spray on hair? That was awesome. Yes, I do. Yeah, I it was do. great. It's great. Not, not that I'm That's a client or anything. Okay, so it's this automation that really takes the guesswork out of it. It takes the, you know, the checklist. It's not one more thing you have to do on your checklist, right? So it's just already done. So what does that mean for you as a podcaster? Well, for one, I have to assume, and I I don't have the stats to back this up yet, but I have to assume that you're going to get more exposure on the platform itself for your podcast, because I mean, you're sharing, so you're, 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 you're looking for that, that you're trying to use the feed to promote your podcast. And odds are a lot of people aren't going to see that. But if they're following your page now, it's going to show up in their newsfeed guaranteed. It's there. So you don't have to worry about organically trying to get your podcast out in front of people. It's going to happen for you. So I think that in and of itself is huge. That's going to be great for podcast promotion. It's going to extend your reach. It's going to help you build your brand. It's going to help you build your audience. And it's going to get your message out to more of the people that originally wanted to hear your message. You know, we live in a very, very busy world. And a lot of times people may not have the opportunity to go out and get that latest episode. But if you're like Rachel and I, and we're going to talk about this more in another segment here in just a bit, uh, you're probably checking that Facebook feed multiple times a day. Oh, man. I know. I know. (laughs) We're trying not to. We're trying to be good. But so, okay, so that frees up time for you. It um. Uh, helps to number one have that shareability, right? So if it's in front of more people, they don't have to go searching for it. It's click and share, and you can get it out to the masses quicker. Um, and helps that you to focus more on your creative process, right? Focus on well, the yeah, things I mean, you want to be doing. We we already spend so much time on social media trying to get our message out, trying to reach a new audience, trying to reach the audience that we have and keep them engaged. Just because somebody follows our page initially doesn't necessarily mean they're going to stay engaged. So we end up investing a ton of time every day, depending on who you listen to, posting 10, 12, 15, 20 times a day on various social media platforms. This is going to take away one of those steps. You no longer will need to share your podcast on Facebook because it's going to distribute it for you. So it's a, it's a one and done, just like anything else. When my podcast is released every week, I don't go to Spotify and and post it there. I don't go to iTunes and post it there. I don't go to Google podcasts or any other place to post the podcast. So this is one more distribution channel that is dynamically populated for you. And I think it's going to be huge because again, like you're pointing out, it's going to free up a ton of time for us to do other things. That's one less thing on our checklist that we can actually mark off permanently. Love it. More time to create more time to, uh, 
uh, research new technology, more time to do whatever it is that will benefit you mm -hmm. more than spending more time on social media. And more time to focus on yourself. And I think which is a perfect segue to build it and they will come. Let's talk. Build it and they will come. Build it and they will come. Right? More time. We need more time to focus on the creative process. Focus on who you are as a host, as a guest. Um, so... Larry, are you, do you ever find that you, if you have a guest on, that your energy level maybe goes down to where they are or maybe goes up to where they are? Are you meeting people where they are or are you just you, authentic Larry, all the time? I think I'm authentically Larry all the time. And I think my wife would attest to that fact as well because there's many times she goes, Larry, <laughs> close Larry. the curtains, Larry. man. Close the curtains. Oh, no. It's <laughs> Larry. It's one of the worst times of my life. We were at Walmart one time and I was, I was uh, putting a show on right for the cashiers. We were checking out of the line and my wife wasn't in the best of moods this day. And she just wasn't in the mood for authentic Larry. And she looked at me, she goes, dude, close the curtains. The show's over. Nobody's watching. And I was just, Oh my God, dude, you talk about putting you in your place. That was crazy. I love that. I'm going to take that. I hated it. I, it's funny now, but I really did not like it that day. And it was a rough ride home to the Roberts residence that afternoon, but <laughs> yeah, that's okay. it's good to be put in your place every now and then, um, you know, but that's, but you do what you do and you are who you are. And that's why you're in this industry, right? Sure. Um, I think sometimes from what I've seen, I, I, you know, with Podmax talent, um, if you don't know what that is, make sure you check out Podmax on Facebook and all your favorite social media outlets. Um, but with Podmax Talent, I've been talking with a lot of hosts, a lot of guests, and it seems like it seems like most people have guests on all the time. Do you ever have a time on any of your shows that you don't have a guest? It's really rare. And and, and it's kind of sad, actually, because there was a time when I took advantage of a of an industry event called Napod Pomo, which is the National Podcast Posting Month. Phenomenal event. It happens every November. Uh, Jennifer Navarre, Navarre, I believe is how you say your last name. I may be butchering that last name. I'm so sorry, Jennifer. Uh, she heads it up. Give her, a, give her a shout out and take part in this if you're a podcast creator, because it's an opportunity for you to podcast every day for 30 days. And I had participated in it, I think back in 19 or 18, and it was great. So the next year I thought, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna up the game just a little bit. I am gonna take this opportunity to get used to being in front of a camera and I'm oh. gonna go live on Facebook every day for the month of November. So I'm gonna do Napod Pomo in front of a camera. Nice. So this was an opportunity for me to get introduced to being in front of a camera, getting comfortable being in front of a camera, and every episode was by myself. And guess what? It was successful. It was hugely successful. It was kind of disappointing because I'm like, man, why can't I get these numbers on my podcast? Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, it was great. It was a great opportunity. And I think people miss out on that too often. Yeah. So I guess, you know, the whole moral of the story with Build It and They Will Come is yeah, you need to build your your brand and make sure you have great guests and, and companies like PodMax Talent can help you with that. Um, but you also need to build yourself and your brand first and really know who you are. And I love that practice of um, that consistency. I think that that could be for any industry, right? Just having that routine, that consistent um, 
practice, whether it's working out, whether it's podcasting, whether it's doing a Facebook Live every day because you didn't want to do it and you thought it was scary and awful and was going to be terrible, but it actually turned out to be pretty cool because you're a cool guy and people buy you before they buy your guests, right? Yeah, 100%. And I think that's a pitfall that many pit, uh, podcasters fall into is the fact that they start to rely on their guests to take their show to the next level. But guess yeah. what? The guest is only there for one episode. And it doesn't really matter who the guest is. It can be the cat daddy of cat daddies. But they're <laughs> only going to help a little bitty bit for that one episode. People come back to your show for one thing. You. It's you. You're the unique product. You're the unique aspect of your show. Not the guests that, that 20 other podcasters yeah. have had on their show. Not the guests that you're going to find on TV. Not the guests here or the, it, it, the, the guests are great. I'm not downplaying having guests by any means. Don't mistake what I'm saying. But yeah. what I'm saying is don't bank on the guests. Bank on you. Build you. Build your brand. Build who you are. Build your show. And let you be the product. Because again, your white people come back. Absolutely. And you're... You have to be your authentic self, right? There's only one you. I mean, that sounds like what we tell our kids when they're growing up, like, be yourself. You're the only you that will ever be. But it's so important. And I think as adults, we forget that sometimes. And definitely as teenagers, all the teenagers out there want to be just like everybody else out there. But then that's a cookie cutter version of everyone else. So being authentically yourself. Um, and also, oh, okay, here's a good question for you. Do you ever have guests on based on their social media numbers alone? I don't believe I've ever had anybody on based on their social media numbers alone. Okay. Uh, having social media numbers, great. I mean, mm -hmm. hey, that's awesome. But guess what? Here's the other kicker to that, folks. We as podcasters, if you've got somebody on, this goes right back to having a named guest that you're depending yes. on to make your show go to the next level. Just because these guests have this massive social media presence, odds are... I hate to say this, but they're probably not going to share the episode. They're probably not oh. going to share. So having that re reliance on the fact that, oh, my God, they've got all these people. They've got this great following. Awesome. They, If you can create a relationship with that guest, then you have an opportunity to right. maybe start interacting with their audience and getting to know their audience as well. And eventually, maybe you'll pull some of those into being your audience. But reliance on somebody else's social media numbers to promote your show, that's a recipe for failure, in my personal opinion. Yeah, and I think, again, it's its focusing on the wrong thing. I mean, I really feel like people love listening to podcasts because of the relationship. You know, you're in people's cars, you're in people's ears, you're, people are watching you. And um, to have that relationship, they're coming back, first and foremost, for you because they know you, they know your voice, they know your style, they know your tone, they like you. Um, and to focus just on the numbers of, you know, when you're having a guest on, you could be missing out on some pretty big relationships. Most definitely. Right? Most definitely. And, you know, here's another pitfall that I want to warn people against. I was in a mastermind last night, Podcast Houston, and a friend of mine, Super Joe Pardo, was, the, was a special guest. And he said something that really resonated with Ooh. me. Be careful of the content you consume. Oh. Because guess what happens? If you come across a podcast or you come across a YouTube video or a creator that you really, really dig, guess what happens if you're consuming most of their content? 
you're also going to start adopting some of their mannerisms, some of the ways mm -hmm. they present themselves, because guess what? It resonates with you. Yes. But now here's the other side of the coin. You are what resonates with your audience, not them and not a, a one-off version of whoever it is that you're consuming. So be cognizant of the content that you're consuming too, and make sure that while it's okay to have influences, we all have influences that help us sure. along our path. Don't become a carbon copy of the content that you consume. And that is highly dangerous. Absolutely. You still want to focus on building you and building your brand. Absolutely. You are who you hang out with. So, 100%. which actually leads us into our next section. Have you ever? Ooh. Have you ever? You know, speaking of you are who you hang out with, and that could go as far as uh, you are what you hang out with. Larry, have you ever been told that you are addicted to technology? Oh, man. More than once. More than once. It's it's a it's a tough situation, but man, it's the era we live in. How are we not addicted to technology? It's crazy. Uh, okay, so shout out to my husband Jamie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying. I know I have a problem, but this thing. Oh, look, there's my kids. So cute. Beautiful children. Beautiful. My, my screensaver. This thing is attached to me. Look, I even have one of these. Yeah, yeah. Claire, yeah. Claire do, do you know what this is? Oh, I know. Look, I got the little ring. Now, granted, it's a Batman ring. But oh, yeah. this is really cooler. <laughs> I have, I have like the bracelet too. It's so when you're reading in bed and you fall asleep that it doesn't hit you in the face. <laughs> True story. I can't believe I am sharing that. Um, I want to hear from people in the chat if you have done that. Please just put it in the chat so I don't feel so alone. Larry, have you done that before? I've definitely fallen asleep, but I, I didn't have my finger in the ring. And what happens is it fell on the floor and oh, it makes okay. a loud explosion when it, hits the, oh. it sounds like an explosion because of the hardwood floors, clang, clang, clang. And of course I come flying out of bed thinking somebody's breaking in, who knows what's happening. But yeah, you, you don't need that happening. That You don't need yeah. that kind of stress in your life. I know. And that's what my husband gets mad at. So if he goes to bed before me and he's asleep and I don't want to turn the TV on, like I, I have everything on here. I have Audible. I have my books. I have, you know, stupid social media that I feel the need to check in the middle of the night or checking emails and then I'll fall asleep and it'll either hit me in the head or be so loud that he wakes up and Jamie I'm sorry I'm trying I love you I'm trying <laughs> honey it's not my fault I'm an addict I'm an no. addict no are I mean seriously to our technology a hundred percent and I mean for me this goes back years ago I got addicted to video games and, and you go, well, everybody plays video games, Larry, especially, you know, you guys, y'all love your video games. No, I got addicted to video games. I owned a business. I owned a swimming pool company, right? But I got addicted to World of Warcraft. You go, well, how do the two combine? I sold the business because I couldn't play WoW enough. So I, <laughs> I sold my business so I could play World of Warcraft more. Is that an addiction? I think so. Yeah. I think that's yeah. an addiction. I think that's an addiction. Yeah, it is. It is. But hey. Kudos to you for recognizing you had a problem <laughs> stepping away because we would not be having this conversation right now. No, this episode is um, going to ruin me. Honestly, people are going to be like, dude, what you are? What? Wow. You're worse than I thought, Larry. Well, listen to this. So, um, you know, I checked out a couple of articles because I wanted to see what issues people were having with technology. And I came across this little quote from a bill, uh, a guy that you probably know, Bill Gates, right? Microsoft. Here's what it says. Microsoft founder Bill Gates has revealed that he limits his children's exposure to technology. 
the world's richest person, says his kids clamored for mobile phones as young teenagers, but he and his wife ignored their complaints until they were 14. So here we have a media mogul, right? He is the... Bill Gates and technology technology are together. They're one and the same, right? And he's limiting his children's exposure to technology because he knows the pitfalls. And here we are, just the lemmings that are like, yeah, Bill, give me more. All right, give me more. <laughs> this is an iPhone, but it's fine. What are we doing? Well, you know, and it makes it even harder for us because we're not just consumers of the digital content. We are creators of the digital content. So I think mm -hmm. very, very easy for us to find us in a position where we are constantly engaged in platform, whatever it may be. But I mean, think about it. Technology is everywhere. How do we not become addicted? How do we not step away, cut those ties for a little bit, engage with our families, engage with our children, engage with our friends, <laughs> right? In person. And when, you know, when everything was going down during quarantine, I think we really relied on this kind of connection. I know my son plays Fortnite. He's nine and a half, but we really, we, we were more lax because that was the only way for him to connect with his friends, be playing mm -hmm. and, and, you know, be talking with them online. Um, question for you. Yeah. On your phone. Yeah. There is a setting. It is a screen time setting. Do you have that enabled on your phone there? No. No, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't because he, I, here's why. <laughs> I don't want to know. Uh, and that's exactly it. <laughs> Mary, you know better. You do better. It's true. It's true. We know the Oprah said that when you know better, you do better. Okay. So I got to say, um, okay. mine, mine is down. There was okay. a time when it was astonishing the number and I was shocked how many hours a day I was spending on my phone. And then it gives you a breakdown like on messaging, on emails, on social media, on picture, you know, all that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, but you can enable that. I double dog dare you, Larry, to enable it. And I double dog dare anyone who's watching to enable this. How do we get there? All right. Let's, let's, let, me, let me grab, let me get, okay, uh, grab let me your get phone. All right. So where do we go? Grab your phone. So you go to settings. Okay. And then if you scroll down, there is a little hourglass um, icon that says screen time. Oh, Click right on there. That. Yep. Yep. Oh, oh, okay. Guess what? What? You can also set downtime, app limits, communication limits. I think that's probably a good idea. I'm going to do that. Where, where is that at? It's right below that. So you can set downtime. So if you're like, no, I don't want people to be able to contact me anytime they want, any hour, then you can have your screen kind of go to sleep. But Rachel, as an entrepreneur, how, what if I miss a sale? What if I miss that call? I know. It's going to net me. That's what they want you to think. But you know what? You have to protect your time. You really do. All right. Hold on. Let me, I, I, I'm still not turned on yet. I'm, I'm, I'm turning it on. <laughs> well, because it, it goes through all these. Now you got to ask yourself, do you want all this other stuff? Screen time does all continue. Yeah. Is yeah. this iPhone for yourself or your child? Oh, <laughs> it's for my inner child. Okay. Well, that? that, that is a very good point because a lot of times we have limits for our children with technology, but do we have those same limits. I don't know. I think it's an important thing. I can see that when I when I do it more than I want it more. Yeah. Right. Like I need yeah. to I need I need to respond right now. Well guess what? You don't. You don't. Having that time of just your quiet time, actual conversation, like you said, with with your friends, with your family, um, dinner time. I think that is an important concept. Human interaction, not 
technology interaction. That does right? not compute. That does <laughs> not compute. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. All oh right, so gosh. here we go. I'm it's turned on yeah. now. You okay. can see zero minutes because I just turned it on. So we will follow up Ooh. on this, folks, and we'll see exactly how much screen time. I'm gonna let it go for a couple of days and then I'll do a follow-up post and we'll talk about exactly uh how much time I'm spending on this uh this wonderful device that never leaves my hand. You know what's funny? Okay, so I'm at three hours and twenty-one minutes a day. That's that's a that's lot. A, that's your I average? Would, yeah. You know, take a guess what the number one thing is that I spend time on. Uh, reality, reality.com. <laughs> Do I look like a reality <laughs> kind of girl? That's just what my wife said all the time. I, <laughs> every time I go uh, in there, boy, she's on her iPad. She's reading reality T. I'm like, you just watched the show. What, what's different there? You know exactly what happened. <laughs> no, it's uh, okay. I, I have to be happy. It's okay. messages and emails. But at the same time, I just said, you know, like you got to have time where you're away. So um, oh, I can tell you what mine will be. Mine will be Facebook, I'm sure. It'll be yeah. Facebook and probably Clubhouse, uh, depending yeah. on what day of the week it is. It, it, Clubhouse will be up there quite a bit as well. So, which are both great things, but I think anything, um, even good things, become addictive, you know? Yeah. I mean, chocolate. Look at that. Chocolate's delicious, but <laughs> you eat too much of it. Too much. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this, um, this, we were talking about this yesterday, um, Fahrenheit 451. It's a book that you had to read in high school. Do you remember that book? I remember the, I don't remember reading it per se, but I, I definitely remember it being on the, uh, the list. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I actually reread this as an adult. Um, I encourage people to check it out if they haven't, because it's one of those art imitating life, life imitating art. And in this book, um, it's actually, it was written, I want to say in the forties or fifties. Uh, so like way before anything that we're talking about now had ever even been thought of. And um, in the book, technology has taken over. So people don't have walls anymore. They have these these screens. And the people in the books, they they get these screenplays where they can be a part of the story. So like kind of like reality TV where they feel like they're a part of the story and they're like reading their script and reading along. Their whole walls are screens and it takes over their lives. But then what they don't realize is that's just to distract them from what's really going on. So I'm not saying there's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole right now. But again, I really do think it takes time away from the things that are really important. And I just, I encourage you, I'm going to double dare you again, Larry, to, to check out that book because it's, it's fascinating. It has so many parallels to life now. I'm pretty sure it was a movie too. I think Michael B. Jordan, didn't he just do a remake of that movie a few <gasps> years back when he when he was first breaking out onto the scene? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he that, did. When does it cancel it out? If you're watching a a, a movie <laughs> that's supposed to be a book about screens and you're watching it on the screen, then we're just falling into the hole, Larry. Oh my gosh. See, that's probably why I don't remember watching it either. Because I remember in high school, we would go, I went to a small private school, right? So we did things a little bit different sometimes. And we would go to my English teacher's house, right? We would go over there after we were supposed to read the book for six weeks or whatever. And then we would watch the movie. So Miss Loden, I love her to death. Hello, Miss Loden, this is for you. She would allow me to basically sleep in class because I would go to her house and watch the movie, take the test and still make an A. So it worked out. It was great. You know, I know. I'm, today on so many levels, that would not be allowed. 
yeah, yeah. Right. We're going to your English teacher's house. He wants you to come over and watch a movie. Like, I'm not sad. We would go as a class, though, not individually. Okay. So, okay. yeah, it was a field trip. Field trip to okay. Miss Loden's house for research purposes. That sounds so. fun. <laughs> but yeah. no, it's different. I know there's movies. Uh, Ray Brad, I think Ray Bradbury wrote the the, the yeah, book yeah. originally, mm -hmm. and uh, there's a couple of different iterations out there. So. Uh, I would definitely recommend checking it out. I mean, I, I think it sounds like it's exactly what we're living in, this dystopian-type future. And yeah. it's funny because we keep painting the dystopian future as the future, but in a way, it's kind of right now, folks. We're kind of mm -hmm. living it. This technology yep. is in front of us 24-7. That's how you're watching this right now. I know. So don't turn this yeah, off. don't turn this off. When we're done, that you go out and you give somebody a hug. Yeah, I said it. Give them a hug. Actual hug. contact, not just a wave. Okay, well, if you feel more comfortable, maybe, little, maybe just a little fist bump. Maybe a fist bump. A little, yeah. little fist bump. Um, I miss hugging. I miss hugging people. Yeah, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm cool with just a bump. What's up? Really? You seem like a yeah. hugger to me. Nah, just All right, well, Mr. Hugger, bump. let's speaking of, we talked about a lot of cool things today. So we yes. covered pro in the know, Facebook integrating that RSS feed. What else yes. we talked about, Larry? Say that one more time. I, I can catch that. I said it's so fast. You didn't even catch it. The RSS feed on Facebook. Yes. Out. And then build it and they will come. Build yourself up. Make sure that you know who you are. You are your brand. And then for our have you ever, if someone has ever told you that you're addicted to technology, then maybe you need to put the screen time countdown on your phone to see if they're right. And you know what? It's okay. We're I'm up to six you. minutes. I'm up to six <laughs> minutes. <laughs> we are you know you're in good company if you're yes, at definitely. 24 hours a day it's okay <laughs> speaking of good company i think right now we need to welcome uh, todd uh, and amber to the show as well to start Come talking on, about guys. Your brand. yo 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 what's up what's guys up? hey there what's going on now everybody before you turn off your screen time Please at least hang in for a little bit with us <laughs> up next on the On Air Brand Show. But uh, thank you, Larry and Rachel, for bringing us in here. Amber, what do we got going on today? We are going to talk today about how to get out of your own way. Um, one of the most favorite quotes that I learned when I started my NLP training was that the most flexible person in the situation controls the situation. So how do we become more flexible with our shows, with our branding, with our entrepreneurial crazy life, right? How do we step out of our perception of the world to be able to make sure we can get everything done? So we're going to give some tips for how to do that and why it should matter. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And for the people who are trying to limit their screen time like this, you know, it's super important to understand, like, how can you make an adjustment to your schedule and be flexible so that you can be a consistent content creator so that you can build up your brand like you guys were talking about, but not be on your phone 24 hours a day. I love it. Full circle. Yeah, there we Full go. Circle. So guys, make sure you're tuned in to facebook.com slash onairbrands if you're watching us live. If you want to catch the latest episode, it'll be season three, episode 12. You can get that at onairbrands.com slash show. I can't believe it's been 12 episodes already. Every time you give that, it just, it's gone by so fast. This is like 12 episodes is like an official for like an official full season of some show of some TV shows, you know? So what? we're like, we made it. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Heaven forbid it's a Marvel series. You only get six episodes. <laughs> it's over. It's over. So, no. Thanks, guys. I appreciate everything. I love how everything's tying together. We continue the same messages here at On Air Brands and PodMax. We're all in this together, man. And it's great to have creators like yourselves come with us and uh, on this journey. So it's great. 
Love being here with you guys. And speaking of with you guys, let's hear what the rest of the community has to say about PodMax. Build. I think everybody kind of knows or has a feeling that podcasting is like a thing, you know? Um, it's just a matter of how it gets incorporated into their business, into their story. Where else can you get on an event like in person or online and have like this collection of people, any person that this group and this community attracts just like brings it. There is no community like the PodMax community, oh. guys. I love PodMax. I love everything about this environment, this family, and every one of these events. It's just tremendous. This is our fifth time here, and every time it just gets better and better. I mean, the relationships, the format of the event, and the opportunities to put us in front of people like David, for example. So we're always open to having deeper and more meaningful conversations one-on-one -on -one with each and every one of you to say, all right, how do we help each other? We're all in the same game here. It's life, right? Let's just do it as best as we can and have a blast doing it. I am just like living off the energy from my two interviews this morning, getting pumps for my third interview. There was just a lot of personality that was brought. There was a lot of deep conversations that I wasn't anticipating. It just created magic. Are you an entrepreneur? Apply now to be a podcast guest at podmax.co.